Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Zahir. And I'm Wani. And you're listening to Relationship. One, being sure of the relationship you're in. And two, like, sure, let's have an open conversation about it. Now, this episode is a little bit special because we're not in our usual home studio. We're, why don't you tell us where we are? Bali! <laughs> yeah, so the borders opened up and we finally took the plunge and have our first trip since the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, so the last time that we were on a plane, we were trying to recollect uh, when that was, and I think it was 2018, right? 2018 or early 2019. We, okay. we, we traveled to Luang Prabang. That was our last like, flight. Yes, it was just shortly before the pandemic happened. Okay. Yeah, so it's early 2019. Okay, uh, it's still long enough. Uh, yeah, long enough. So, we want to kind of just start talking about how our dynamic were before we traveled. Because we, we've kind of like talked about it like in our past episodes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we should revisit that again and talk about like how that changed when we traveled. Because now we're like, we're actually in our last night here in Bali. We... We were here for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And we actually wanted to have like a two-part yeah. episode where we had a recording in the beginning and then at the end. But like we did so many things and I think we were really tired. Yeah, we were exhausted. So. Almost every night. So we only managed to find time now to record an episode. Exactly. So how was it like before our travels? Everything was just routine. I mm-hmm. think it was to the point where it was monotonous. Yeah. I don't know. I can only speak for myself. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. But I feel like it, it was okay because we made it a point to have our own space. Mm-hmm. Our own alone time. So, in that sense, we weren't exactly together 24-7. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because right. we were still working. So, it's not like yeah. we were engaged with each other the whole day. And also, you had your things outside Mm-hmm. outside of home so that was yeah. my alone time as well yeah but i mean it still doesn't make up for the fact that you know being in the same surroundings environments settings routine and everything else day in and day out like a, a vacation or a getaway can't uh, is is it how do, I, how do i put it like even though we had our alone time within our regular lives, it doesn't replace it for a vacation. <laughs> yeah, it does not. Yeah. So how was, how was the flight here? How did you feel? Uh, I think it was a bit surreal at first because <clears throat> it has been that long. It has. I remember now what a pain it is to actually fly. Even though it wasn't a very long flight, but we were... Um, Unfortunate enough to be with a screaming, very unhappy baby for most of the flight. Uh, so that wasn't fun. I hope we don't have the same problem tomorrow. One thing that I, I was actually thinking about before we flew was like, am, am I going to get motion sickness, like flight? Oh. <laughs> like Because I, I don't know. I don't know how our bodies would react after not traveling for two years. Like not being in the air. Mm. So I, I, I genuinely had no idea how my body would react. Right. But yeah, it was the same. 
Oh, I, I did feel a little bit scared when we had turbulence. Oh. And I, <laughs> I never had that kind of fear before, but yeah, because the, the plane just jerked. And I was like, oh. <laughs> like the sensible gene kind of kicked in and like, okay, what is this? This, not, this, does, this does not feel safe. Yeah, but besides that, it was fine. Yeah. And so, sort of first week, uh, yeah, just to share a little bit of what, about what we did. The first week, I was still working. Mm-hmm. So, I only took leave on the second week. So, during the day, during, during the weekdays, I, w- I was still, you know, on my computer in the villa. And one, it was... What was I doing? We need nothing. Enjoying it. You, you I was were enjoying in- doing nothing. Actually, there was one day, I think, but that was because we went out late and it was an, ex- an unexpected night of partying. Hmm. That I literally slept the whole day the next day. <laughs> <laughs> because we'd never, we, we haven't even be, been experiencing nightlife much in Singapore. Exactly. So, so. That was our real first night out. Like like dancing and drinking and everything so i was it wasn't even hang, hang it wasn't even a hangover it was just like i was really tired yeah <laughs> from that night so i went in and out of naps pretty much the whole day <laughs> the next day and that so, was tuesday right was that wednesday i think okay so anyway we flew in on a monday mm-hmm. so yes we, so the reason why we partied was because i met up with an ex-colleague of mine yeah she was here with her friend. So we met up for dinner and then we went to another place, La Favela, yeah. to have desserts. Yeah. And the restaurant inadvertently turned into a club at night. Yeah. <laughs> and so we just stayed, basically. Yeah, because it was good. The music was really good. Yeah, but, but we just weren't prepared. Yeah, because we'd actually just come from the beach that, that day. Yeah, I was So it was partying. actually a really long day for us. I was partying in my beach shorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think what really threw us off and made us not really enjoy uh, is because we're lucky that Singapore kind of banned indoor smoking. Mm. And Bali has no such rule. Well, Indonesia in general. And also Malaysia. Because we've clubbed in Malaysia before. Mm-hmm. And we have these kind of bad headaches the next day because people were just smoking indoors. Yeah. I don't yeah. appreciate it. It's just, it just makes you feel worse. Like, alcohol and, like, dancing is already very dehydrating in itself. I, adding cigarette smoke to that is not just disgustingly smelly, but, like, it just makes you feel like an absolute prune the next day. And it just feels terrible on your skin, on your hair, everything. And it just amplifies how terrible you feel the next day. So, not, not a fan of that. So what else did you enjoy, in our first week at least? I like that all our accommodations so, so far have private pools. Yeah, I think it was something that I really wanted. It was a requirement. We've been actually trying to figure out our last trip to Bali, which was 2018. I don't know why we were on a budget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, neither can I. I have no idea why. <laughs> I was like, okay. It wasn't the best place. It wasn't a great place, to be honest. Yeah. It was a, like, pool villas aren't that expensive. And we weren't, um, our last trip, we were here for like a week or five days. Or yeah, something. something like that. So it wasn't two weeks. So it wasn't like a long stay. So we definitely would have could have afforded <laughs> a private pool villa, but we didn't. So we were wondering like, why didn't we? Mm-hmm. 
So we had three accommodations. So the first week we stayed in Suminya. Mm -hmm. And then over the weekend, we went to Gili Island. So we had a second accommodation there. And then this week, the second week, we came back to Suminya, which is nearer to Petitengit. So it's not the same place. So it's the third, the third place. I mean, technically, we are in Petitengit, which is like literally on the edge of Suminya. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I, I feel like it's no different, to be honest. Yeah, the, the, the busy places are pretty much the same the same place. There's a minyard stretch. Yeah, I, I made a mistake of not double-checking this third accommodation because I really swore I, I booked something for us in Changu, which was what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And when I realized that it's not, I was, I was kind of disappointed because I wanted like a different, a change of scenery in every accommodation. Mm -hmm. I think I should share like what I did for my, because, you know, I do TikTok videos. Mm -hmm. So one of my videos was that I did a vacation challenge just to share like some of the challenges that I gave for myself. Mm -hmm. Number one was stop smoking, mm -hmm. which is, I mean, okay, well, it's, it's not exactly stop smoking because I haven't smoked in It's more years. like don't pick it up as a temporary habit here. Yeah, exactly. And even not, not even tobacco smoking, like we, ha we passed by so many vape stores mm. and as tempting as it was, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't indulge. Mm -hmm. Not even shisha at, at Gili. Yeah. It was like, mm, maybe, but no, nah, we didn't, we didn't in the end. Second was to catch up on sleep. I would I say yes, know. you've achieved that because you had definitely, <laughs> definitely sleep much earlier here. I'm not sleeping at my usual, usual timing, which was like one or two. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And definitely. for me, it's still the same. I still have insomnia, but that's cause or even worse insomnia than at home because I don't sleep well in hotels generally. Mm. It's the whole f foreign place and like a little bit of uncomfortableness with like sleeping in a very transient environment and then sharing it with millions of people before you. It's not, and, and it's just, yeah, the unfamiliarity is what keeps me up. Yeah. And number three, was to go vegetarian. At the end, uh, I kind of just went vegetarian in Gili. Mm -hmm. So we were Gili from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Mm -hmm. Monday we came back. Yeah, I managed to do like 99% vegan slash vegetarian. Only that one meal, mm. I, I did have fish. So vegetarian slash pescatarian, which is fine. It was so fibrous. Like my bowels were <laughs> very, very well maintained. Uh, the next one was uh, for me to finish my book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I picked up a book during my walks like a couple of months ago and I've just been reading it on and off. Like once over the weekend, like when you go for your training. Yeah. And I'll just like read it while I'm waiting for you. And that's the only time I read that book. Yeah, I finally finished it. Yeah, I left it at Gilly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the, I think the last, no, yeah, the last one is to hydrate and exercise. Uh, hydrate, I don't know. Um, nah. I don't know, how do you feel you've done? Not great. I, I, I did consciously try to hydrate more, but I guess it could have been better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And exercise, my gosh. We, we brought workout stuff, like resistance bands and mm -hmm. squat bands. Uh, and I used them once. Okay. And <laughs> did I use them twice? Or did I do two days of exercise? I can't remember. 
But it was all within the first week of us being here. The rest of the time, I didn't exercise at all. But that's because we were like doing many other activities anyway. Yeah. So I didn't feel like I needed to do extra, to be honest. Exactly. Because so I'm not here to like keep myself in check, so to speak. Mm. As long as I move a bit every day. Yeah. So we scaled Mount Bato on the first week, mm-hmm. which was great and terrible at the same time. <laughs> Uh, and the second week, we went chasing waterfalls. So we did a waterfall tour. And of course, like, going to the waterfalls, you can't just drive up to one. <laughs> so you kind of need to go down the steps and go to, like... Because they're all, like, quite... Most of them, anyway, that we went were kind of hidden. Mm-hmm. So that's a lot of climbing stairs. A lot of stair climbing. Yeah. So that's a workout in itself. Yeah. And around Gili, by default, you have to cycle everywhere, anyway. But we did do something that wasn't beach related mm-hmm. yesterday was that yesterday yeah we watched a movie in bali because both of us have been to bali many times and we've actually never done that but it's because i think we were here for a long enough period that we got just a little fatigue from just being in the sun so much we actually wanted to go to the water park and then we realized that okay but to get up to the structures you're gonna slide down there's a lot of climbing stairs as well <laughs> So like, mm, you know what, let's just save that for our next trip. Yeah. Yeah, so we w- went to watch a movie instead. Well, of course it's great because you can go to, to the premium cinemas with at a fraction of the price in Singapore. Funny story. Um, so in Bali, you'll see many, many people not wearing masks. And once this podcast is published, um, the, the mask mandate will, would have changed. On paper, it was still like strict that you still need to wear masks. But once we got out of the airport, almost no one was wearing masks. And so we've been mask free for almost two weeks until we came to the mall to watch the movie. So the malls were still, mm-hmm. yeah, they were still strict with masks. And it was just that time we didn't bring our masks. Ironic because we brought a whole box of disposable masks. Yep. So we had to go across the street, go, you know, buy one from the drink stall. My gosh. So anyway, <laughs> after all this fun stuff, how do you feel after these two weeks? I mean, definitely there's been plenty of rest mm-hmm. and respite. But of course, I mean, with vacations, you never really want it to end, do you? I know, I know there are some people who like can't wait to get back to work and stuff like that, but... I mean, I love vacations. <laughs> I don't you, I love vacations. I think if it wasn't for our cats, I, I would have been tempted to extend our vacation. Only because I can. Not only were we thinking about extending, we were also like highly considering being digital nomads here. But mm. if it weren't for the cats. Yeah, but that also is dependent on our, on our jobs. Yeah. I mean, you. It for you, it's possible, but I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think mine mm. would allow that. A possibility, nonetheless, distant mm. or not, right? Yeah, but relationship-wise, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Do you notice anything change? I don't think anything's like changed, like a shift or something. Mm. It's just that, yeah, of course, we actually get to spend time together, and I think that there was something that was really lacking when we were just doing the you know performing the in and outs of everyday life like 
I, I know there were a few times when I kept on telling you, like, I feel like we don't really engage with each other, mm-hmm. like, with, with intention when we, in our actual lives. Right. Yeah. Like, we've come to, we've come to a place where we're so comfortable with each other, right? That, that sometimes we do get a bit absorbed into our, our own things. So the, the, the effort to spend time with each other is not as intentional. And going on a vacation, like with a break of routine. Yeah, and also like we're here together, then of course you're kind of almost, okay, for like a better word, forced to spend time with each other. Well, yeah, forced is not a great word to Yeah, use, I know, but, but you know what I mean. Like, yeah, you're, you're on a vacation together, that's why you're supposed to spend time together. Yeah, it's a pleasant force. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Words escape me right now, but yeah, it's kind of, it, it's not a bad thing, that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Being forced to do things together. I'm just thinking about how we can keep that momentum going like once we go back to our real lives. The momentum of? Of spending time together. Oh, right. Because obviously it's very easy to do this for two weeks, right? Mm -hmm. Because you see an end in sight and it's a vacation so you really savour that time. Mm -hmm. But once you go back into the routine, Mm. it's very easy to, to slip back to like, okay, time to work. Time to clean the house, time to do chores, time to do errands, and then rinse, repeat, you know. Yeah, but I I am optimistic about what what is going to happen when we go back Mm. tomorrow. Because some major things are going to shift. Because you're going to start your job. Yeah. So that's going to be something interesting. Yeah, but it's still work. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, work is work, but it's, it's a different environment. And who knows, you, you might go to, go to the office, right? Yeah, a, a few times a week. Yeah, and mm. while we were here in Bali, I've decided like, to take my fitness seriously again. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back to the gym, like, invest in it, and also invest in meal prep as you have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, really take care of my health. Yeah, so, so I'm interested to see how that all falls into place. On top of our routine. Mm-hmm. Okay, my takeaway is mm. getaways are really important. Oh, sorry, what? Get- getaways are oh, really getaways. important. Yeah, vacations are really important. Oh yeah, yeah. Considering like we've been stuck indoors for two years. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah. So if anyone think that vacations are not important, they're just lying to themselves. Because there are people like that. Because they think it's a waste of t- uh, money. Yeah, waste of time, waste waste of money. Like, I, I'm sure, like, okay, like, right now, in the news, mm. people are rushing to renew their passports. Mm. But there will be other people who are not renewing their passports. Yeah. So those people. I mean, I guess it also depends on what your priorities in life is. Because I think we do come from a very privileged standpoint where we can afford to go <laughs> on vacation. Uh, whether it be financial reasons or the fact that we don't have children or uh, like bigger obligations and responsibilities mm. then that's why we say that yeah vacations are important but I understand why someone also would say they're not important because maybe yeah their, their goals are more long term than a that's vacation true. okay so, so then I would reword what I mean so I, I wouldn't say that vacations are important I would say a break in routine is important. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course. So just to be more inclusive of the people who cannot <laughs> go on vacations. Sure. Yeah. A break in routine is important. Like whatever that break might be. 
Yeah, because this, I mean, for me, definitely this two-week break, not having to, uh, even with the added um, privilege of not having to dread, so to speak, work coming back, because I still have one week. Uh, I still still have still have till the end of the month to have a break. It's like it's so refreshing to not think about it at the back of your mind, even after a vacation. Because I know there's the whole like vacation blues when you come back and then you have to mm. come start work. So, but it's just refreshing now that I don't even think about that yet. My colleagues, on the other hand, are, are giving me like a forced. Um, they're ignoring me on purpose because <laughs> <laughs> there was like something that I had to. There was something that I didn't send over last week. Uh-huh. So I just like dropped a quick message like when we came back on Gilly on Monday. I was already on leave. Mm. So like I sent a message to one of my colleagues and I asked her to check up on something. And she didn't reply me <laughs> at all. They're forcing you to take a break. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I Which think that's nice. nice. Yeah. 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 So, so next week, Monday, I'm going to ask her like, are you ignoring me? <laughs> yeah, prob- most probably. So to answer your question before you're saying like what other takeaways do I have mm-hmm. besides the importance of vacations or a break mm-hmm. in your routine I think when it comes to a relationship being engaged and affectionate with each other is also very important mm-hmm. like sure we get along fine we're very very fortunate to be a couple that doesn't argue a lot and we get along really well <laughs> Like, day-to-day, you know. But therein lies, like, the complacency. Mm. So, like, I realised also that for us, we need to make a more, like, concerted effort to be a lot more affectionate towards each other. Because sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we just, like, I think that person's fine. Like, Mm. they're happy, you know. We're not arguing. we're, We're cool with each other. But it's a lot more than that to maintain a relationship. There's the actual, like, whether it's physical intimacy or... Or like kissing, holding hands, hugging, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm. Or like even words of affirmation. Yeah. Like all those things are just as important. Yeah, of course. Like, like yeah. well, firstly, knowing what your love language is. Yeah, yeah. And just being able to do that. Like you have to constantly do that. Yeah. yeah. But I know like some, some people like take it for granted. Because like, you know the other person is good. Mm. The complacency. I understand. Very good takeaway. So, flying back tomorrow. So you do feel sad? I mean, yeah, of course. It's, it's a nice break. It's a different change of environment. Even though it's not... It's a little bit chaotic because tr- tourism is slowly coming back here. So it's, it's really crowded, actually. And it's only going to get more crowded as the months go on. And, mm-hmm. and Indonesia is completely open now. It's going to be sad not having a private pool at your disposal. <laughs> <laughs> But so, I do, mm. I, like I was telling you before, like, I, I do really look forward to sleeping in my own bed. I miss that so much. I miss having a solid night's sleep without waking up. Mm. Or like sleeping at 2am because I'm just paranoid. Or like, you know, it's just so unsettling. I don't know, sleeping in a, weird, in, in a bed that's not your own is very unsettling to me. Right. I was just thinking like, what won't we miss from our trip? Oh. So one of them is that. Yeah. Being unsettled. In uh, in your bed, in your own bed, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I won't I won't miss the scooter. Not the scooter ride. Yeah, I really don't, because I like I say I've had, I've faced like minor injuries from being on a scooter, mm-hmm. um, or on a bike in general, on a motorbike, and 
even though they weren't like thank God, you know, touch wood, they weren't serious accidents, but they were kind of small injuries, and it's enough to like uh, give me the heebie-jeebies. And then, like just now, you asked me to hold on to you tighter, and I'm like, I don't know. Every time I get on the bike, right, I just there's this sense of like. If I die on this bike ride, if I fall off this bike while we're on the road, I'm ready. I'm just, I'm, mm. I'm, I'm ready to accept I'm gonna be in an accident. <laughs> right. Because the more I resist it, right, I feel like I'm just gonna be even more scared. Right. So I need to kind of almost like, yes, I'm gonna get into an accident on this bike ride right now. <laughs> this is the day today. I, I guess that's that's one way of. You know how how people be brave. Okay. Like, to <laughs> but you shouldn't be. That's the thing. Like, it's also, f- it's there's still an element of fear. You know? Right, right. Of course. So, so, so I feel like it's two ways. It's either your confidence is gonna pull you through, mm-hmm. like nothing's gonna happen, everything's gonna be fine. The second is the what what you just said. Mm-hmm. If there's an accident, it's gonna happen. So just accept that it's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. But in the end, nothing happens, right? Yeah. A, but, a, but every time I get on the bike, and and I know statistically it's always a pillion who's more at risk, and right. I think that's why also it, I have to be mentally prepared for that. Mm. Like, it's really me who's gonna be in danger. It's not. I mean, you are too, of course. If we touch you again to accident, but it's really gonna be me because I have no idea when it's coming. Of course. And I'm not really holding on to anything, so I have a, to be honest, a higher mortality. <laughs> So I'm like, okay, I go, I go. <laughs> what I am going to miss are the scooter rides because I ride the scooter here. Yeah. But what I, what I won't miss is not being able to navigate myself. Ah, oh, right. Yeah, because I'm your Google Map. Yeah, I, you're my navigator. So even even in Singapore, if I'm cycling or driving or whatever, I'll have my phone. Yeah. Right. And I'll I'll be looking through Google Maps myself, but over here I don't have the facilities to look at my phone and ride at the same time because I'm worried about traffic yeah yeah traffic so I is can't pretty... exactly <laughs> juggle those things at the same time for me being the rider that's a bit stress inducing for me mm-hmm. yeah but you're a good navigator <laughs> okay. like there's no last minute no you're supposed to turn like, no it's, yeah, yeah up this right <laughs> yeah yeah it was good navigating yes because i've driven before i know how stressful it is when you're like is it right here? Is it coming up now? When? When do I turn? Like, I, yeah. I know that. So I know how important it is to, like, let the person... Okay, there's going to be a right turn coming up. Just to hit up first. Mm. And then I'll be like, yeah, it's coming soon. Okay, it's here. You know, yeah. <laughs> I guess it helps. Like, if you have experience driving before, like, you, you, you kind of know how important it is. Yeah. But what are you going to miss from this trip? The pool, of course. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just it's just a different life, right? Having a pool. I mean, uh, well, not just the pool, but I mean, <laughs> I'm going to miss the very cheap Grab deliveries. Oh, yeah. Oh, my god. <laughs> and Grab rides. That's like less than five bucks. So, so, yeah. A dinner for two. I think that was the cheapest. That, that, that was the that cheapest. That $3 dinner. Three Singapore dollar dinner for two people. It was actually- On delivery. That it, was the cheapest meal yeah. that we had so far. It was actually like four bucks or five, but there was a discount. I feel bad even just <laughs> applying the discount. I'm like, what? It's so cheap. My gosh. Yeah. But you tip the right. Yeah, because yeah. I'm like, it's already 
it's already like almost nothing to me and I'm I'm like I, I know I'm very lucky to be able to say that like mm. this is super cheap for me but then you know the person who's delivering it you know just then I can use that whatever extra that I might have paid for the meal or delivery charge at least mm. to to go to the guy who's delivering it yeah I'm just glad that the both of us are in a place where we don't have to go to like third world countries and we don't have to haggle mm. I'm, I'm just glad that we're not like that yeah but also i feel bad to be honest yeah because i know how hard you know tourism has been hit here yeah so mm. i feel like yeah i understand like now they're trying to really tr- uh, use this opportunity to recoup whatever yeah. they have not made in the two years so i'm like if you can afford it why don't you just give them mm. like even if it's tips or like if they ask for the full price instead of bargaining like just pay it like yeah. you can afford you are such in a good position in a very fortunate position that you can maybe unless you ha- are sticking to a very strict budget like maybe you are a budget traveler mm. but even then like try and understand that this it's a very different world now it's not yeah yeah even in Malaysia like we don't really have to bargain for things mm. like, even though the exchange rate is like what three bucks now Yeah, about about three to one on yeah, average. Three to one. Yeah, and and we went to the well, the fasting month markets, right? Oh, right. With our friends, yeah. And besides the food, like yeah, there's just certain things like just don't haggle. Mm. I urge people, those who can afford it, yeah, just just don't haggle because these people who are selling things, they're not, they don't work for companies. Yeah. Yeah, they're selling things to to survive basically on their own. If you can spend, just spend it. Yeah. You're helping other people out. Yeah. Okay. We've babbled enough. We have to. <laughs> we have to go pack. Yeah. This has been relationship. This is Zahir. And this is Wani. And we'll see you at the next one. Not in Bali, unfortunately. <laughs> Bye. Bye.